Good morning, my Say What family. I was just listening to Taylor Swift or reading some stuff about Taylor Swift, and in my head I was like, what's up, Say What Swifties? And that just, that does not make sense. So I didn't say that, but I'm telling you that I almost said that. So good morning. Hope you guys are doing well or good afternoon, good lunchtime, whatever time you're listening to this. Hello, family. I am being honest. I'm recording this on a tripod using my phone, and my phone is and the tripod are sitting on two um, puzzle boxes because we cannot find the SD card for my recorder. But you know, it's okay. We're doing this. We're going to find it. We ordered some more, um, but this is just where we're at. So this is how we're doing it today. But you know what? We do whatever we can to make this podcast happen. So I am just chilling. It's Sunday afternoon. I've basically slept for two days just because, because I wanted to sleep and we've been watching the masters and that's about it. So if you are new here, welcome to the Say What Podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out. I love you so much already and we are going to be talking about sex pretty much all the time, (laughs) all things women and women's issues, all things that we go through as women and especially married women. Or if you're dating engaged, I'm trying to give you some tips to having your best marriage. And I've only been married for two years, so I don't really know how much advice I can give you, but I'm trying. This is just being honest. Uh, But thanks so much for checking us out and I hope you stay well. Um, Life update is I am just kind of working and I don't say that in like a oh I'm working all the time because I'm definitely not I'm very much in the zone of like not glamorizing being busy and working on these projects all the time that's why I told y'all I slept for two days because I'm really about taking some rest for yourself and working when you feel like really motivated or in the zone because that's when I do my best work and so I've just been working on different projects that I will release at some point. I know I keep teasing you guys. I'm the worst TBH. Um, I just, I I gotta get them done before I can just send it to to like tell you guys. So I've just been kind of working. Um, I, this is a thing that I know that all of you girls will understand. I went to, I went shopping the other day and I hate shopping because nothing fits me right now because I have gained like probably 10 or 15 pounds, if I'm being honest. And I went to Old Navy, and my friend Nicole, shout out to you, Nicole, always tells me that she gets her, her jeans from Old Navy, and they look so good, and they feel good. And every time I've gone to Old Navy, I've never been able to find any that I think are cute. Because I guess the one, the Old Navy's in Colorado, or maybe I just haven't gone at the right time, they never really had any, like, fun jeans. It was just plain ones, which is fine, because you always need a good pair of just regular blue jeans. But I could never find any that I thought would be cute on me and she was like no trust me we're gonna go and I was like okay let's try it and I literally left with three pairs of jeans and this was the first time in like months that I have tried on jeans and didn't cry so I thought that was really exciting um I definitely I bought like multiple sizes of jeans too because you know women's sizes are all fake they're none of it is real I think I got I literally got multiple sizes of jeans. I think I got a couple eights and a 10, maybe two tens and an eight. I can't even remember. But jean sizes literally don't matter. And I have to tell myself that because they make them, they'll literally make the same pair of jeans and like put different sizes on them. That doesn't make sense. Anyways, I think the women's jean industry is really messed up. So, but, but trying on jeans felt so, so good 
because that had like they fit, and that has ne- not happened in a very long time. So, ladies, go to Old Navy immediately and get you some jeans. My friend went with us this, this weekend, and she got two pairs of jeans. So, go get you some. They've got a really good selection right now. I was able to get some cute straight leg jeans with some holes in them, which I was very happy about. And just get like multiple sizes. It doesn't matter what size you are. The sizing is stupid and not real. So get whatever makes you feel good. So you're not crying in the dressing room. Am I right? (laughs) I'm trying not to cry in the dressing room ever again. So get jeans that fit you and go to Old Navy. Walk, don't run because they're really killing it right now. So I wanted to share that with you because I know that struggle and I know how it feels when jeans don't fit you. But I'm here to say, you are absolutely beautiful. You are so sexy. Your legs look so good. Your body is incredible. I'm so proud of your body for all it's gone through because our bodies have gone through some shiz this year. And so if we've put on some weight, lost some weight, maintained, whatever it is, I'm so proud of our bodies and I'm so proud of yours. And I think you look absolutely incredible. So if you're feeling off today, I know that you are so beautiful and I want you to believe it too. So just tell yourself today, I look good whatever I'm wearing, and I feel good. So there's my life update as far as my clothes. <laughs> uh, one more life update, which this really isn't a life update, but y'all know I have to share it with you. I am really like unhealthily, uh, unhealthily, unhealthy, anyways, obsessed with Olivia Rodrigo. And I am a 25-year-old woman, and she is like 17, hasn't even graduated high school yet, but I want to be her best friend. Um, I literally bought some strawberry ice cream because she kept talking about strawberry ice cream in her song, Deja Vu, and now that's all I'm ever going to eat for the rest of my life. I'm only going to eat Bluebell strawberry ice cream, so if you need me, that's what I'll be eating every moment of every day, and I'm just obsessed. She is amazing. She's a Swifty, so she reminds me a lot of Taylor, but she has her own twist on it, which I really love, so if you guys need a good song to like jam to when you're driving down the road, Deja Vu is it, and so is the new Fearless album. Thank you, Taylor, for re-recording Fearless to make it your version because it's beautiful and wonderful and amazing, and... I'm having the best time listening to it. So there are my life updates. Now, let's move on to something I've honestly am trying to figure out right now, trying to figure out what to do, how to do it, and maybe you guys can fill me in on if you even care. So I started doing Word of the Week, and I did it for about a month, and then I had guests back on the podcast, and when I have guests on the podcast, I like to like get to it with them so we can spend as much time together as possible and not um, have to cut their time short because of things that I'm talking about. And so I haven't been doing Word of the Week with my guests, so I'm trying to figure out how to do that. So if you love when I give you like a Word of the Week to focus your week on and think about and spend time maybe in prayer about or whatever, let me know and I'm going to keep doing it. I might just be doing it once a month now because I do have some guests coming up, which I'm excited about. So I'm just trying to like navigate that right now, but we do have one this week. And the word of this word of the week this week is clean. Clean is the word of the week. So what do you need to clean out physically, mentally, and emotionally from your life? Spring cleaning is a big thing that happens. You know, we all do it. And so what do you need to like spring clean in your life? (laughs) Physically, go through all your crap. 
we all we all hold on to so much stuff or maybe it's just me and I'm the only person that's that's basically a hoarder but it's fine um it's time for us to get rid of all of our crap so go through your closet and seriously look at every single clothing item that is in your closet and if you didn't wear it this winter get rid of it if like for your winter clothes in particular not your summer clothes but look at your winter clothes and say like did I wear this no so we're getting rid of it out donate sell whatever you want to do get rid of those clothes because you'll feel so much better going into the spring with your closet having it spring clothes ready cleaned out just like getting ready will be easier when you have less stuff to look at and in general what else do you need to clean out of your house do you need to go through your kitchen supplies like get rid of some old pots and pans you're not using do you need to go through your makeup we all need to go through our makeup I know we've got so much makeup we could throw away so go through your makeup go through your cabinets go through your junk drawers go through the stuff that's under your bed that you're keeping in storage like everything that is in your house let's go through it and get rid of our stuff because you want to step into this new time like this spring and summer feeling like empowered and clean and ready to go and if there's just a bunch of like junk in front of your face it's going to be really hard to be motivated and feel like you can do things and I'm sitting in my office right now that's like guest bedroom slash office and I'm staring at all of our junk because we have not done this room yet so I'm going to take my own advice and figure out how to make this room not stress me out because it majorly stresses me out. So that's what I'm going to work on the rest of the day today uh, after this podcast. But what do you need to physically clean? Because we're going to be living our best selves. We're going to be living our best spring and summer selves. And if hot girl summer is your thing, I'm not, I am like, I am, I am married and old. And so, but I know that's a thing that people care about and which I love that for you. Maybe your hot girl summer involves getting rid of all your crap so that way you can have a hot girl summer. Whatever it is, let's like clean out all of our stuff. And then emotionally, what are we holding on to that we need to get out? I talk about this all the time, but our bodies hold on to so much stuff. Our bodies are constantly telling us that stuff is wrong and we're just like ignoring it. So let's say we um, are like waking up every day and, and something in our stomach is hurting. Well, we're probably holding on to something and like emotionally that's gone on or some kind of trauma or stress that we've like repressed and our body is like, let's get this out. This is not okay. And so we often don't realize the, realize the nudges from our body telling us that something is wrong until it's like a really big issue. So what what do you feel in your body and in your emotions that we need to get rid of? Did something happen and you've just kind of been pushing it down because you're like, oh, it's not a big deal, but it actually is a big deal when we need to talk about it? Is there something that someone you need to forgive that you're holding on to? Because we all know that forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for ourselves. So is there someone we need to forgive? What are you holding on to emotionally that we need to clean out? So let's think about that. Like, what do I need to emotionally get rid of and get out of our bodies? And I really would lean into some of the stuff that you think about when like first comes to your mind when I say that. Because when I'm in therapy, my therapist will ask me like, what do you think your body's holding on to in your jaw that's making it hurt? And something will come to mind and then my brain will go, oh, well, that's, that doesn't really matter actually. You're making it a big deal. And something that my therapist has told me is like, no, whatever comes to your mind first is coming to your mind for a reason and we got to talk about it. 
So I'm sure when I said, what are you holding on to emotionally? Maybe something came to mind for you. So what is that? And let's like talk about it, get it out. Maybe set up a therapy appointment or text your friend and ask her to talk. Journal, whatever it is. Let's clean out everything like emotionally and within our body. And then mentally. So what do we need to clean up about our thought patterns? Are we in a season right now where our intrusive thoughts are really loud? Again, I was talking to my therapist recently and I was like, these intrusive thoughts are getting loud again. And she's like, well, go back and listen to your own episode that you recorded about intrusive thoughts. Because that was from the Lord. She listened to it, which I thought was so sweet. And she was like, that is exactly like what the Lord needed to say. And it was so good. And you need to repeat that to yourself over and over and over. So I'm like, okay, fine. I will go listen to myself again, talk about intrusive thoughts. But What's taking up space in your brain? And this could be where you really just have a lot of things, not even like big deal stuff, but things like, I need to do the laundry. I need to plan that trip that I have coming up. I need to do this work thing I've been putting off. For me, I don't have any trips coming up, but I really need to do my passport because I don't have an updated passport with my my new last name, even though we've been married for two years. But I would like that to happen in case someone randomly is like, let's go on a trip that I can be ready, but I'm not ready right now after COVID, y'all know what I mean. Anyways, but what are some like things that are taking up space in your mind that you need to get out, like clean out mentally? Is it your thought patterns or do you just need to take some time and do a brain dump? I actually have talked about brain dumps before on my Instagram and I'll talk about them again this week and I'll actually, or say them to my highlight on my Instagram page, which is at say.whatpodcast if you're not following. But do a brain dump. Get all of the junk that is inside of your head out onto your paper so your mind actually has things, actually has space to focus on the things that it needs to focus on. And doing a brain dump actually helps so much more than what you would think because it's not a to-do list. It's a thing that you do before you make your to-do list so you can see what you actually need to do. So it's like, I literally will put on there, I need to text my sister. I need to follow up with my family because I've not talked to them in a minute. I need to do my, like, figure out the passport situation at some point. I need to take some time and do my Bible study and make sure I'm doing it well. Or I need to reach out some brands to work with for the podcast. Like, things like that. Just put it on the list. And then from this massive list, you can prioritize what you actually need to do. So that's how it's different than a, than a to-do list because it's not necessarily things that you have to do at that moment, but it's stuff that's taking up space in your head. So let's clean that out this week. Clean out your life physically, emotionally, and mentally. And let me know what you think about the Word of the Week segments. If you have opinions, thoughts, I would love to know them because I'm trying to figure it out as well. Okay, let's dive into what we're talking about today. We are back talking about sex. You guys know that we love talking about sex. It's been a minute since we've had an episode specifically about this. And today we're going to talk about sex drives. So society has very much so defined sex drives for us. And I know when I said that, this immediately came to your mind, that a man has a really high sex drive and wants to have sex 24-7 all the time, can't keep his hands off you, can't keep himself from looking at anything and everything that has boobs. Like, that is what society has told us. And then society has also told us that women don't want to have sex at all. And if they do, then they are not good, dirty, bad, blah, 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 blah. So, That is basically how society has defined sex drives. Men have really high sex drives and women don't. 
And if you do not fall into one of those, then there's something wrong with you. And movies show this. Obviously, we've seen this in movies because I feel like a lot of are growing up like where did we learn things from we learn things from tv from movies kids now are learning a lot from social media i didn't really have instagram until high school i think i don't even remember when instagram came out but i know i didn't like grow up with it in my childhood but the society has shown this to us in multiple different ways and there are some like general stereotypes of men having physical needs and women having emotional needs and i am not dis- dismissing that I want to make that clear when I'm talking about all this stuff that there are some um, stereotypes and like I'm pretty sure scientific stuff about men having more physical needs and women having more emotional needs. Um, Again, not going to dismiss that at all, but that's not saying that women don't have physical needs and men don't have emotional needs. We, We all have those needs or we all need things physically and emotionally. And since society has defined sex drives for us, if we have any kind of different experience, we immediately feel like there's something wrong with us or our partner and we feel shamed about it. And we'll go to Google and like get our fingers ready and get on Google and type like sex drive for a woman who's this age, like sex drive for a man. What, how do I have a higher sex drive? How do I have a lower sex drive? How do I fix my sex drive? Like I literally went into Google and typed in the words, what is a normal sex drive? And a lot of things popped up after that saying, what's a normal sex drive for a 20-year-old, a 30-year-old, a man, a woman, um, things like that. So people people are wondering. People are trying to figure this out. And what I want to tell you is society portrays that one way is like, norm, quote, normal, and that's just not it. <laughs> that's actually not true at all. There is no normal quote normal sex drive it is because and why I say that is because I feel like our our sex drives go through seasons like there are some seasons in our life where we want to have sex all the time like can't stop won't stop 24 7 it's all we're thinking about it's all we're wanting to do and then there's other seasons where we just like are not having it not just in the mood but just like our bodies need a break or we're going through something traumatic or we just really need to focus our energy and time on something else. Like our sex lives go through different seasons and that is okay. And I actually have an entire episode that I will link in the episode notes that is called Every Sex Life is Different. And that's what I'm talking about is the different seasons that our sex lives go through and that's okay. And so since I have that out there already, today I want to talk specifically about sex drives and differing sex drives and how you deal with that. But I do want you to know that If you are listening to this, which I know 95% of my listeners are women, so friends, like, if you have a high sex drive, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, that is totally okay. God created us to be sexual beings. It's totally normal to want to have sex all the time. If you don't want to have sex all the time, that's okay too. There's nothing wrong with that. If you create intimacy a different way, that's okay. That's totally okay. And for the men listening, if you want to have sex all the time, great. If you don't want to have sex all the time, that's also great too. So there is really no right or wrong way in sex in our sex drives in particular. Now, it, I do think there is a quote wrong way if we are like making our spouses have sex with us if we know they don't want to, we're doing it anyway, or if we're completely withholding sex and never ever having sex with them when that's something that they need. That's not okay, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but, and while I know that there 
is no normal sex drive. I know it's difficult or can cause tension in your marriage when you guys aren't on the same page with your sex drives. Um, Because I I definitely know that there are times where you are and that's great and it's like an easy flow and it's awesome. But it's probably not like that the majority of the time. And to be honest, a lot of times I feel like I can't really speak on this kind of stuff because I've only been having sex for two years since I've been married. But I feel like I've learned a lot in my two years of having sex. So I feel like it's good. You get to hear it from a fresh perspective. So, and I love hearing people, people will message me who've been having sex for a lot longer than I have and share their experience. And I absolutely love that because I feel like there's so much wisdom in that. Um, But I'm just being honest. This is what I've figured out through talking with my friends and other people around my age. They have a lot of the same experience too. So I don't feel like we're alone in this. So... But I'm going to talk about it anyway because you get this in, like, real time. So I don't know that in my relationship we have had the same sex drive all the time. I really feel like it varies. Some, I think we're in a flow right now where it's kind of similar. But for the most part, it is, like, up and down all the time as far as whose sex drive is higher. And so what do you do when you're in a season of vastly different sex drives? Like, how, how do you navigate that? And I know that's like a hard thing to figure out. So we're gonna talk about it. That's what I wanna talk about today. So like, what do you actually do? And I hear some like practical steps that have helped us figure, helped us go through this and I think can help you as well. So first, I suggest getting very honest with each other. Like, be honest about where you're at. Because if you're not honest about your needs, tension and resentment will rise up in your marriage because your needs aren't being met. Our spouses and partners are not mind readers, so they're never, they don't know what we want or need. So we have to communicate that. And you may be feeling frustrated right now because you feel like your needs aren't being met, but have you communicated them? Have you been very clear of, I am in a season right now where my body really needs some time to like rest and recharge. I am exhausted all day. I'm not feeling good about myself. And I really just need some more intimacy through communication rather than physical right now. Have you said that? I don't know. Maybe. And the other person's not listening. And that's something that I can't control. But (laughs) if you haven't communicated that, that could be where you need to start first is communicating your needs. That way your needs will be met by communicating about them. Because we have to remember they're not mind readers. And I hear people say that a lot. And I'm like, well, shouldn't they be able to have an idea of what I want? Well, yeah, as time goes on. But if you're not in the early stages communicating what you want, then they're not going to be able to know to do that later down the road because you didn't tell them what you were needing in that moment. And your needs could really be different. It could be what I just explained of needing a moment to be intimate other ways besides sex or you're in a season where that is how you feel the most intimacy is through sex and that's really what you're needing right now and so we just have to have clear communication about that so you're both on the same page and I would not recommend talking about this right before during or right after sex these conversations need to happen outside of the bedroom because if you're doing them if you're having those conversations right around sex your emotions are high your feelings are high and that I feel like could set you up for your feelings being hurt because you're like really much and really really into the moment and you need to be in that moment and not thinking about this so have these conversations outside of that time have them like I don't know when you're doing your 
check in with your spouse when you are at dinner, when you are just hanging around on the couch on a Sunday afternoon. Whatever time works best for you, do that. But I just really don't recommend you doing it right after, during, or right before because we want them to, we want to be at a space where we can clearly hear our partner and be able to have really good conversation around it and have our feelings and emotions be in the right place and not maybe on a high because you're having sex or about to have sex or just did, whatever. So make sure you have this conversation at a time where you're set up for best success. And I recommend using words like, I really like when we do this, rather than leading in a negative way of like, you just have sex with me all the time because that's what you need. Have it in a way of like, Right now, this is something that I am needing in my life. I feel like I really connect with you most when we do this, and it makes me feel really good, and I get to experience this with you, and I love that, and I want to have those moments when my body is ready, and my body is just not in that space right now, rather than just, you have you want to have sex with me all the time, and I can't catch a break, and I'm tired by it, because that's not really, that's really negative, and we want to have these conversations in a positive, life-giving way but honest. You can you can say things in a life-giving honest way or life-giving positive way without it being without sugarcoating it. You can say how you feel honestly by focusing on the positive parts of your sex life and really honoring your spouse in this moment. And I think that's the second thing that is really important in this and like what do you do when you have <laughs> really different sex drives is second like see how you can serve your spouse during this time. Because as we're married or dating or engaged, whatever partners, like you want to be looking for ways to serve, to serve them, to love them and serve them. And so what are ways that you can do that in this season when you have vastly different sex life or sex drives? You, so what are ways that you can take care of yourself and your spouse? Because it is so important to be taking care of ourselves. We also do have to take care of our spouse because we want to that. We want to serve and love and support and be there for our for our partner. And so what are ways that we can do both? And here's some things that I was just thinking of like let's say you your your partner is the one who has the really high sex drive right now. Okay, well can you maybe have sex once a week and then do oral the other times? Can that could that maybe work for you that way? You're still giving your body a chance to rest, but you're also providing that that intimacy that your partner wants. So can you like the other stuff ha- doesn't have the world doesn't have to be returned either. It can just be like, hey, I'm doing this for you because I love you and want to support you and have this moment with you. My body just needs a minute right now. Maybe that's something that could work for you guys. Like if your partner is the one having a high sex drive. So we just need to look for different ways to serve our spouse. And if your spouse is in the season where they're not wanting to have sex all the time right now, or if not matching your sex drive, then what are things that we can do to help them get in a space where they feel love and respected just not through the physical act of sex could that be more um conversations like experiencing intimacy that way could that be taking some things off their plate that they've got a lot going on right now what ways can you serve them in their time of not wanting to have sex and just look at it as a way of like meeting in the middle taking care of yourself and your partner at this time because I know that you want to do that for your partner and, and friends, like if you're in a season where your 
partner is wanting to have sex all the time and you don't and you're exhausted by it, but you're just doing it because you want to love and support them, well, it's okay if you want to say no. You can say no sometimes. You should. But I'm not telling you to never have sex with them because we we do need to be connecting intimately in that way within our marriages. But just be honest about where you're at right now. And hopefully your partner will respect you as well. I have been in a season where I, I think the very first episode I put, put out on the podcast was I wanted to have sex more than my husband. And it was right when we got married and I wanted to have sex all the time. And I remember thinking like, this is not what they told me this would be. (laughs) Like they said that my husband was going to want to have sex with me all the time. And I wasn't going to be able to handle it because we would just be touching each other 24-7. And that's really not how it is. And so what's wrong with me? And I don't know how to handle this. And so I just remember feeling very insecure and hurt. And if I just would have been honest with him about that, I would have avoided a lot of that hurt. Because for for us, it was just, he was distracted by a lot of work things and we had just moved and he was thinking about how to keep our family afloat. And there was a lot going on in his head. And I made up all these stories about why he didn't want to have sex with me instead of just asking. If I just would have talked about it, I could have avoided a lot of the hurt that I had. And so that is why I highly, highly recommend or just telling you to talk about it because we will make up stories in our head of why our spouse is not matching our sex drives. And a lot of those times, those stories are not true. And you won't know until you ask. I think I literally was like, is there, are we like, okay? Are there, is there a reason maybe you're not wanting to have sex right now? How can I help you? Can I maybe pick up a chore on the house that you were doing that will help clear your brain space? Can we Maybe do some more brain dumps together to get this stuff out of our head. Can I help with the help you figure out the finance stuff? Like what what is it that will help you get there? And so we just had to figure that out. And once we talked about it, it was so much better. <laughs> it was so much better. And I look back at that time in my life also. And this could just be a me thing. Um, I don't think it is, but it could just be a me thing. I had to figure out why I wanted to have sex all the time because for me I realized like Thomas and I were going through a season when when that was happening of not communicating about pretty much anything we had just moved across the country had a big life change and just I mean we were just married and you would think that that would be a time where we'd be talking all the time but we just weren't. We really weren't. I mean, we were talking, but it was all all surface level. We didn't really get in like depth with ourselves. That was also very fresh of me going through all the trauma from the church hurt and all of that. So like that was really intense. I was like not talking about a lot of that and then had a breakdown and went to therapy and got a lot better. But I I just wasn't in a good space. And so I wanted sex because that was the one way that I was having intimacy with my husband. I was like, if we can just have sex, then I'll have him all to myself and he won't be thinking about anything else. He'll just be thinking about me and we'll get to like be close because I didn't feel like we were close. And so when I say like, why do you want to have sex all the time? I'm just saying that in the way of, are you lacking intimacy in other ways in your marriage? And is the reason that you're wanting to have sex so you can experience that intimacy? And maybe you just want to have sex all the time because it's good and it's awesome and you love connecting in that way. And I am not doubting that because that is where I'm at right now in this season. Like, that is how I'm feeling. I 
sex is finally not painful. So it's like really fun and really good. But in that season of my life, when we first got married, it was just because I wanted to connect with my husband. And I feel like the only way we could do it was through sex. And once I realized that, that opened up the door to a lot, a lot of other stuff we had to figure out and work through. And so if you are, if you're in that boat right now, I just want to encourage you just to talk to your spouse, just talk to your husband. Um, and I, and seriously, your reason could just be that you love it and want to have it all the time. And there's literally nothing wrong with that. But I don't, don't think I'm the only one that has gone through that, that that's why they were wanting to have sex because that was just their only way of, they felt like that was the only way to connect with their husband. Um, that was me, and I felt a lot closer to my husband after we talked about that and then started talking more and like really, really talking and actually sharing the things that were on our heart and what we wanted for our lives and what we wanted for our marriage and actually talking to each other. Then I didn't feel like I needed to have sex all the time and could match him where he was at um, because we actually were experiencing an intimacy that way. So that helped us out because we needed to talk more and we were just on autopilot mode and not really talking about anything because we were just kind of like autopilot, just go and do life as what's happening. And then I was like, but wait, I am lacking a lot of intimacy in my marriage and so how can I get that the quickest what do boys like sex okay let's try and do that and that's just not what we needed we just needed to talk we just really needed to talk so I hope this helps today I hope this was encouraging to you to know that you are not alone in this if your sex drives are different talk about it and look for ways to serve your spouse in this season and when you talk to them about it tell like tell them that too hey while I'm looking for ways to serve you, you should, you should look for ways to serve me during this time. And just like find a way to meet in the middle. I often think a lot of our marriage stuff can be improved on by talking about it and actually doing the things that you talk about. So when I say communicate, I mean communicate and then follow through. Because you can communicate all day and say you're going to do stuff and all that. But if it doesn't have any follow through and actually do the things that you say you're going to do in those conversations, then talking about it won't matter anymore. So you make sure that you are talking about it and actually following through with the things that you talk about and just looking for ways to save your spouse during this time. And maybe take a look at yourself and see what is your reason for if if there is a deeper issue for your sex drive at the moment. Could it be a bodily thing happening? Like, is your body, like, not, something's going on inside your body. Is it not healthy? Do you need to be moving and exercising more? Or is there, like, a sickness? Or is birth control really messing with you? Like, is there something going on in your body? Or are you just needing a break at the moment and that's okay? Just, I really encourage you to look a little bit deeper into yourself about where you're at right now. And it may not be that deep, but it also might be. So I think it's worth looking into. So I hope this was helpful. I love talking about this stuff with you guys. Let me know your thoughts on this. Please send me a DM if you are with me or if you're like, I actually disagree on that. I would love to talk about it. So thank you guys for chatting with me today. I always love talking with you. And we've got some exciting things coming up for the one-year anniversary, which is soon. Ah, that's some of the projects I'm working on are for the one-year anniversary. So if you are finishing out, not everybody finishes the whole episode because, you know, once you hear a close, you're like, peace out. 
But if you're still here, you know that the one-year anniversary is coming up in a couple weeks, and we've got some fun stuff happening for it. So get ready for that. I am so pumped. Oh my God, I get there up. I'm so excited. But anyways, I love you, fam. I hope you have the most fantastic week ever. Make sure you are thinking about the word clean this week. What do you need to clean out of your life physically, emotionally, mentally? And let's go have those conversations with our husbands, with our spouses about sex. It's always good to talk about because if you are talking about it, it'll get better. Um, But I love you guys and we will talk soon.